Simmons. Is this the dagger? Besser scores. And Vladdy drills it to left field. Wilson is chased, throws it up for grabs. He's got McCann. What a play. What a goal. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Live for Sports. My name is Nathan. Joined once again, just reoccurring guest. I, I, I don't know if you guys are sick of him or not, but like, probably nah, sick. No, no one can get sick of me. Yeah, everyone can. Joseph's back. Um, Hello. You, so we were discussing off camera or off recording uh, Thanksgiving. Did, what, what was you go to dinner yesterday or today or something? Uh, yeah, yesterday I was up in Whistler with some of my high school friends. And, um, oh. yeah, so. That's I... crazy because two of my best friends were up in Whistler. Damn. So. Carter? No. Uh, you have, you have met them, two of my island friends. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, nice. I like Whistler. Mm. Weather was nice. I see some old friends. So with my brother. Had a good time. Nice. Yeah. You, you, uh, under, underrated, or random question, but. The best meal, let's call it, or best dish at Thanksgiving. Anything but fucking ham, which is what I have every what? every year. I hate ham. That oh, is, that is a problem for me. That is my only protein, like any major protein. I genuinely hate. I don't like that it's cold. There's there's not it's, enough. It's not cold. Well, I always seem to have it cold. I don't mm. like mustard. I just don't like it. The fat you don't have to have it with mustard. Well, somehow I always get it with mustard. I don't like it. I just like, can I just have a turkey like a normal person? But no, it's ham. I, I'm pers- I'm I'm not a turkey fan. I'm uh, I'm definitely more of a ham person on Thanksgiving and Christmas. Damn. Normally, nor- normally my family will just make a ham, knowing that I'm going to eat like all of it, pretty much. Nice. Yeah, but no, I uh, I didn't get a dinner. Um. As we were talking about, um, it's because I was my I went home, but my mom was in Nova Scotia this weekend visiting her uh, my aunt, who just moved out there for work. So I wasn't even staying at her place. And then so my dad went to Seashell to visit his girlfriend, oh, yeah. and I was at my best friend's place. And then their dinner was tonight, so I just missed out. Sad. Yeah. So very sad. Is Seashell close to Nanaimo? I can't remember. Sun, Sun, Sunshine Coast. Okay, I'll pretend to know where that is. My family has a cabin there. I've been there like fifteen years. I mean, I it's it's just basically all I know is you can either float plane there or you can catch the ferry from departure. No, Horseshoe Bay. Sorry. Okay. Anyways, okay. So Metro Division preview is coming up today, but I first I feel like we have to talk about the three major extensions from this morning. Yes, uh, the two Jets, and am I missing the other one? Uh, Darlene was the other one. So let's, right, let's right. start with Darlene, because he was yeah. bright and early this morning, I think. Sure. Um, that's eight, eight years, $88 million, $11 million AAV. Sure. Yeah, okay, this this is all start. It's a good deal, I think. they had. It's a very good deal to get um, eight years of Rathless Darlene. I think he's a top 10 defender in the league. Um, I think by the midpoint of that contract, he could be uh, top three. Yes, it's an overpay right now. I think he had like 17 goals, 70 points this year. Um, so he's a, a little overpaid for now. 
but it's going to be kind of like the Jake Sanderson one where he's going to grow into this deal. He's going to get, he's continuing to get better every season. The players around him are getting better. Him and Owen Power are forming a good nucleus on the back ends. And they're finally going to have some good goaltending this year, I think, with Devin Levi. So this is good. I'm, I'm happy to see Buffalo emerge from their, like, 15 years of darkness or whatever it's been. Like, I, like, I don't know if you remember, Nathan, but during the big-time pandemic season, like, I think it was 2021, they won, like, 15 games. In yeah, they were horrible. 56 games. They were awful. And everyone was miserable. The building was half empty. And the owners weren't happy. Ralph Kruger was a joke. They got off to a good start that year, did they not? Like, a decent start, I believe. Maybe, like, maybe like 500. I want to say they were off to, like, an okay kind of start that year. And then it just went downhill. Yeah, um, but yeah, I'm I'm happy to see because Buffalo's a really underrated hockey market. Like it's when it bumps, me, it bumps. Yeah, for in America, for me, it's like Minnesota, Boston, Detroit, and then like Buffalo at its peak. Buffalo at its peak, you could even argue is top three, better than like Detroit. Which hmm. is, but yeah, I'm happy to see them um do well. Little slight overpay for now, but whatever. I don't think they have any bad contracts on their books, so. And the cap's going up, so it's going to get better as time goes along. I wouldn't call it too much of an overpay right now. Like, he is worth close to that money. I think it might be... I, I was a little surprised at how it came in at 11. I thought, personally, it was going to come in closer to 10, 10 and a half. But only, like, a million dollar, half a million dollar raise. Like, that's not that bad. It's probably expected. Um, I... I, I, yeah, I'm a little worried that it maybe is at 11, but cap is going up. The report was what 87 in between 87 and 88 million dollars next year. That's a four to five million dollar jump from where we're at, I believe, or three and a half to four and a half million dollar jump. So it should age fine. And he's probably going to be a top five defender in the league for a while. Not yet, but for a while. Like McCarr, Fox, Heiskanen. Carlson. Car- well, not what well, I'm just saying in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. Would I kill? Would you call Eric Carlson a top five defenseman right now? Yeah, he scored 100 points on a lousy team. But his defense is terrible. So McAvoy's in that top five. I would maybe say. Mm. Oh well. Yeah, we'll see. Um. But yeah, Buffalo gets a guy locked up and. And it's eight years, which is a good thing, because I heard earlier in the offseason that he was looking for a three- or four-year deal at a high salary. So he can live with the higher salary right now because it's eight years. And that's going to it's gonna age well. It's mm-hmm. going to age really well. Two contracts that might not age well but now, I mean, but look good now, yeah. is Mr. Out of nowhere, this one came, these two came out of, but Mark Shifley and Connor Hellebuck signing identical seven-year, eight-and-a-half million-dollar contracts. Yeah, um, this is this is interesting, I think, because the Jets are kind of, they're kind of, all, they're not in purgatory, because I can see them having a really good year, especially with the weak central division. But this, these are some interesting contracts, because I think that Connor Hellebuck wants a steal. I mean, long-term deal for a guy who expressed reservations about staying He's an excellent goaltender, top five, no question, top three, depending on who you talk who you talk to, depending on if Vasilevsky's on his game. 
And um, this is huge. He's a he's the bedrock of their team. You could argue he's the most important player to their team in the league. I think Connor Hellebuck. McDavid. And he, McDavid? Nah. Um, I think I think if McDavid was being injured, Drysaddle would keep them afloat. I, I think if I personally think if you take McDavid off that team, then Edmonton's like a fringe playoff team. Yeah, afloat. They're like. Winnipeg might even miss out, to be honest. Maybe. But Hellebuck, excellent goaltender. Great stats. He's durable. He hasn't had a major injury in a couple of years. He's a he's the backbone of this team. And it's a it's a signal to the core that we're keeping the band together. You have probably three more years of legitimate contention before that contract probably maybe starts to get uh, not so great. But I think the Hellebuck one will age well. It's um it's right in the ballpark of that. Sorokin. Uh, Sosturkin, Vasilevsky number where it's all in like seven to nine million dollar range. So yeah, I think I think that's a good deal. Mark uh, Shifley. Can I chip in yeah, on yeah. Hellebuck yeah. here? Um, I uh, so I work I work obviously seven years is, I think personally is too much term to give a goaltender. I think the max term I would give is five years to a goaltender because once they hit like age thirty three, thirty four, they do start to regress. And Hellbuck was what 29, 30 now, I think. So end of that contract is not gonna look good. But I will say there like he yeah, he said he just wants to win a cup. And there was rumors and like reports saying that he wasn't gonna sign long term in Winnipeg. So I think that's why it came in at seven years, is because he said I'm not signing like a some five year deal or whatever. He he just wants his bag for the rest of his career. And then he'll probably retire at the end of that or take a backup role or something like that. So do I think it was an overpay? Yes. And I will say this with Shifley too. Winnipeg, but Winnipeg has to overpay for these guys because oh, yeah. they they can't attract free agents. Nobody wants to go play in Winnipeg. It's in the middle of nowhere, basically. Well, it's not even middle of nowhere. I could live with like Nashville's in the middle of nowhere. It's the climate. Yeah. Like if you if you want to Split hairs, Vancouver before Seattle's in the middle of nowhere, compared to a lot of um NHL teams, mm-hmm. like or like like you have to like every, every single no trade no move clause on in the league has Winnipeg on it. Every single one. I mean, a lot of Canadian teams are on those lists, but Winnipeg it's exclusive. I mean, it's cold as hell in the summer. There's a shit ton of mosquitoes. I mean, like no disrespect to Winnipeg, but I don't want to go there. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go to Minnesota either. It's too bloody cold. Um, yeah, they do have to overpay for these guys. And I think another, like, they probably realized, okay, if you sell these guys, you're going to have to go through, like, maybe like a 10-year rebuild because you're not going to attract anybody. You have to just build up prospects. And that takes time. Like, getting a legit team just filled up with guys you've drafted and developed takes a lot of time. And I think they realized that, and that's why they decided to go against selling. Now I will, well, let's get, I'll let you go for Shifley first, actually. Yeah, um, right this second, the Mark Shifley deal is a good deal. He scored 40 goals last year. He's an underrated playmaker. And his I wouldn't finish... call him underrated playmaker. He's one of the look playmakers. At, look at his, look at his Jake Fresh player card, Nathan. His... Yeah, it was like top end, wasn't it? For yeah, yeah. I mean, like, when you think of Shifley, you don't think of his passing. You think of his shooting is what I, I mean to say. He's got multiple 40-goal seasons. He is a legitimate top-line center in this league. He's been around a long time. With Blake Wheeler gone, um, after Adam Lowry, he might be the captain in the near future. He knows the market. He knows the fans. 
I'd say he's probably the face of the franchise, the new Jets, at least. Um, yeah, he's he's kind of been Mr. Jet since they came back. He was their first draft pick. He means a lot to the team. He's got a good relationship with Rick Bonus. I know he didn't get along with Paul Maurice very well. Um, it looks like he's matured a lot as a player and a person, and I'm happy for him to get, as of right now, a fair value deal. However, Mark Shifley is not a great skater today. In the future, defender. Oh, well, yeah, that's a whole other thing. But as he gets older and he slows down physically, his defending is going to get worse. And then his shooting will probably always be fine. But with Mark Shifley, when he's 35, 36, 37, like you're going to have Phil Kessel here. Great wrist shot. He can play make, but he can't defend for shits. Even right now in the prime of his career, he cannot defend. And it's a risk, especially when you realize that the Winnipeg Jets core hasn't done anything of value since 2018. There's no precedent here for success with this core. The Shifley, Connor, Ehlers, Hellebuck, and I guess Trubo was around back then too. But And, the, hey, don't forget Tyler Myers, man. <laughs> Tyler Myers. Story for another day. I hope mm-hmm. you're ready for second pair Tyler Myers on Wednesday, Nathan. Second pairing? Yeah. I mean, there's no Susie. I don't think. Still playing third pair. I would think. No, no, no. He's going to play with Ian Cole, and it's going to be Hughes Veronic. Anyway. No, they're not playing Hughes Veronic together. They have they, to. They have to. I, okay, I, I, this is very off topic, but Hughes Veronic makes zero sense together because that's a, clearly your it two makes best sense defense. They had a good team, good blue line. Sure. I'll give you that. But their defense is not that good, so it makes zero sense. Would you, okay, wait. You're saying you want to see a. I don't want to see it. I'm saying it is. And like Juleson in third pair. No, I'd rather. That's what they, it's probably going to be then. If those two are, I'd playing. rather see Wallanen over Brisebois. Either or, would you <laughs> want to see them on the third? I like Noah Juleson. No? He's the organizational depth. I like Noah Juleson. Sure, but I'd rather play Hughes with Juleson and Heronic with. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Or something. I don't know. And no. boy, I got to tell you, you you know me, Nathan. I'm a Connor McDavid defender till the day I die. Um, McDavid's going to see that Canucks defense and lick his chops. He's going to be excited. Just like when he faced Riley Stillman last year and ate him for, for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and brunch. Four meals a day. But yeah, anyway, Shifley. Um, yeah, the, the, the Jet, this Jets core hasn't accomplished anything. Last year, they got their asses whooped by Vegas. I know Vegas went on to win the Stanley Cup. But even Vegas, like, they were so beatable. They are playing Laurent Brassois in that for that series, who coincidentally signed with the Jets in the offseason. Like, with... Winnipeg, there's so much talent, there's just not very much depth. Like, the defense core, we like Josh Morrissey, I like Neil Pionk, and I love Dylan DeMello. But after that, whoosh, it craters, because Ville Ainola is hurt. He was our first-round pick a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. They got this guy, Dylan Sandberg, as me as a, as, um, a diehard NHL fan, I barely know who that is. Brendan Dillon, like, what is this, 2016? Logan Stanley's a bust, and there's some guy named Declan Chisholm here on the death chart. Who the hell? What? What is a Declan Chisholm? Is that like an Iowa City Councilor? Like, like my goodness, like it. it the Shifley deal, the money's fine for now. He's gonna be worth it probably for its seven-year deal, three, four, maybe five years maximum. It's the last two, three years that are gonna hurt them. Mm-hmm. And this isn't like a Stamco situation where you know he's declining. And you pay him because of what he means. Like there's there's success and precedent there. There's very little precedent for success in Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. And one more thing on that. 
if this doesn't blow up, well, it's not Kevin Shovel Dayoff's problem because he won't be there anymore. Mm-hmm. So kind of like Lou Lamorello giving out all that term to like Pierre Engvall, it's not going to be his problem because Lou Lamorello is not going to be around by the end of that contract. Mm-hmm. Um, where did you have Winnipeg ranked in the Central? Um, I think I had them in the playoffs. I think I had them fourth. Hold on. Did you have a five-team Pacific playoffs though? I might have. I thought you did. Yeah, I definitely did. Yeah, in the Central, I had Colorado, Dallas. Yeah, Dallas oh, one, Colorado yeah, two, yep. Minnesota then I, three. Then I then I had Winnipeg. So or did yeah, you have St. Louis? No, no, no. I'd seen I had St. Louis five. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I have the Jets missing the playoffs. They're a bubble team. I could totally see them making it. Yeah, I I, I would the realm of possibility. I would probably like like to change my uh. Winnipeg pick, I had them at seven. Um, oh, yeah. I, had, I had them kind of selling Shifley and Hillbuck. That clearly won't happen now. Um, I still don't think they're actually going to make the playoffs. Um, I would probably bump them up to five, I would think, though, now that they're signed. I drop Arizona back to six, and I drop St. Louis to seven. Hmm. Yeah, I mean. Got a lot of good players. It's just a matter of putting it together. I'll, I'll I'll be a man of my word and stick to my official prediction, which is them at seventh, even though I don't yeah. like it. But I'll go back and listen to it and write down all my stuff, which is what I should have done in the first place. Okay. But, oh well. Uh, number. Well, let's let's start with the last division then, the Metro, and then after the Metro, we will go. Uh, I have a Stanley Cup pick, and I also have all the major award winners. So. Good so. Number eight, Joseph. I think this is unanimous. Yep. Um, well, it might not be. Mm, it should I, be. Okay, I got the Flyers. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was thinking you might have the Blue Jackets. Yeah, the Flyers, they're in a transitional they're transitional phase. Um, they seem to finally have a direction. I like what Danny Breer did. I like that he picked up Matt B. Mishkov in the draft. Um, that's a really smart move, especially because he's now that he's on a real team that plays him in the KHL, he's tearing it up. Mm-hmm. They're getting a couple guys back. They're getting Sean Couturier and uh, Cam Atkinson back from long-term injuries. Those are going to be some good guys you can trade for at the deadline. Experienced veterans that will help the playoff are they, team. How, how much term do they have left, though? They, they have term, but that doesn't mean you can't trade them. Yeah, like, but they don't, fit, they don't fit the timeline. That's what I'm saying. They, and I can't – I'm sorry. I just can't see uh, Cam Atkinson being a John Tortorella. Actually, I take that back. They played together in uh, Columbus. Yeah, didn't Cam Atkinson yeah, actually did. like they him? Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. So, yes. So or, never... I, I, or not like, actually, we don't know if he liked them, but I Cam but Atkinson he... had career years when Tortorella yeah. was there. He's used to his bullshit, in other words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but otherwise, this team is, uh, it's it's weak. I mean, the forward core, they got Farabee, who had a down season. Scott Lawton is getting up there in age. Traps Konechny is probably their best player. But they're playing, they got Nicola Delorier, Garnet Hathaway, Wade Allison, all playing significant roles. The defense is horrible. Nathan. Yeah. Rasmus Ristolainen, like Cam York is probably their number one defense. Ristolainen did bounce back to some degree last year, but he's still not good. Yeah, and what a stupid ass trade. Everyone saw what Ristolainen was, and they gave him like, I think it was like $5.75 million per season. Mm-hmm. And um, that trade worked out pretty well for Buffalo. They got Sean Walker and Mark Stahl playing a lot. Nick Sealer. They got Victor Mette potentially being penciled in to play some games. And with Carter Hart, I don't have the faintest clue what Carter Hart is anymore. 
Is he a really good goaltender behind a shitty team? Is he consistently inconsistent? I don't know. This team will be probably bottom six, bottom seven in the league. Another good draft pick, Danny Breer, can continue along the rebuild path he started. Yeah, um, their fourth quarter isn't – it's not good, but it's not bad at the same time, I would say. They just really lack a star player. Like, Konecki is good, but is he a star? Borderline. Not yet. Do it Do it for 82 games, then we'll see. Because he put up 61 and 60 last year. Yeah, that's so, right. Um, and then, like you mentioned, Katuria and Atkinson are coming back, but how good are they going to be post-injury? Like, they didn't play hockey for a year. No. Like and it, it, is getting up there. Yeah. Um, their defense, pretty damn bad. They're either going to need Sandheim to be elite and bounce back because he wasn't that good last year, or Cam York breakout. But uh, it, it, that would that would make it somewhat average. Like Mark Stahl can't play significant minutes for a team. I mean, <laughs> did last year. But that was a good team. This is yeah, a bad that's team. That's true. Um. Carter Hart is good, and Carter Pearson, I think, can bounce back and be kind of a capable backup for them. Um, but that defense is so bad that I don't know if that's really possible. Sorry, who's their backup, Nathan? Uh, Cal Peterson. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. 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 Uh, they really need Mitch Goff to come over, but that's, uh, what, still yeah. two years we'll away see. after this year? Yeah, there might be some kind of release clause they can negotiate out, like, the Capitals did with Kuznetsov all those years ago. But I think, like, worst-case scenario, he's there for two more years. And you just... Which you isn't just, a horrible... Like, this year and next year, yeah. he's there. It's which just, isn't a bad thing. It's just with Russia, you never know, right? Yeah. Like, are they going to say, fuck you and send him to Ukraine? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or, like, like I saw, I heard rumors, like, there's that prospect also for Philadelphia who... The goaltender, um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Um, the yeah, what's that? I know who you're talking about, though. Yeah, but he was he like refused to sign an extension, so he was sent to Siberia. Like it, Ivan Fedotov. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's concerning with the situation in Russia. Like you just don't know. You just don't know what's going to happen. Like he could be there. He could even technically get there in April if they can if he gets out of his contract early. Could be another four years. You just don't know with Russia. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, they need him really bad, but they're also in a really good position to wait on him because they're probably they're just going through their mediocre phase right now. Once they sell out all these players, then the rebuild probably starts looking. If it takes three years, then everyone's kind of getting around his time frame and getting a little bit more experience, and then they could be good in like three years or something when he comes over. Yeah, and it's good that they have a direction. They're not just Chuck Fletcher was terrible there with his like JVR signings and his Kevin Hayes deal. It was time for a new direction, mm-hmm. and I'm happy Danny Breer has uh, made that change. My what I will say this: I don't think they finish last place, but my prediction is they win the lottery next year. I will okay. say that. It takes Celebrini. Yes, probably okay. either, either him or Eiserman, whoever comes out on top. Or this demi dog kid's supposed to be pretty good. <laughs> Number seven, pretty unanimous, I think, as well. Yeah, Columbus. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just feel bad for Columbus fans. I mean, what a short-sighted thing to do, bring in Mike Babcock. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone, everybody saw this coming, except for Yarmo Kekalainen, it seems. I got to tell and... you, 
Kekalainen is lucky he's not fired. He's lucky. Well, was was it Kekalainen or was it John Davidson? Well, they're they're one in the same essentially. Yeah. Like they, they've worked each other with each other for years. I'd say it's Kekalainen probably his final decision. But I mean, geez, John Davidson's like, president, so I feel like yeah, he... but that like it for Kekalainen's been there longer, so that's mm. what I'm putting off. It's just like what were they thinking? Like this guy Babcock is an asshole, and you know that. Like he went on his little public relations tour with his Pierre LeBrun interview and his um, University of Saskatchewan doing great things there. Like someone like him, they are what they are. Like it, very. It takes a lot to change from what he was. Like Johan Bronson hates his guts. Mm. Like he said he was the worst person he's ever been been around. And there's no doubting what kind of coach Babcock is. He's still a good coach. Like if it was just based off of coaching, he'd probably still be in the league. But I mean, I'm just I'm just stunned they would put, in my opinion, a young up and coming team. Like I'm excited to see what they can do on the ice this year. I want to see if Goudreau, Fantilli, and Johnson can find some chemistry. Like it's Maybe, just it wouldn't just, be Line a on Goudreau's name. Well, it just like as a group chemistry. Mm-hmm. But like it, what were they thinking? And now poor Pascal Vincent has come into a mess of a situation. And now Goudreau and Boone Jenner have eggs on their face because they said they didn't mind the phone sharing stuff. Like, it's just such a mess. Like, like with Mike Babcock, I thought, okay, you got one strike, and then you're out. Most coaches have a couple chances. Like, I think I said this to you. Like, if it was, say, if it was Rick Tockett who did this, probably a stern talking to and you move on because he's got no history. Mm-hmm. But um, Babcock has a ton of history. He had one strike. He blew it. He didn't even make it to training camp. And now, if, if Kekalainen wasn't in the last year of his contract, I think he's got two years left. I think he'd be gone. Like, he's lucky he's still around. And if they miss the playoffs, which they probably will, time to clean house in uh, upper management. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll just go. It's really a, like a mess. I actually don't hate the moves they made this offseason, but like this whole PR drama around the team now that it's going to cause issues, I feel like. And, uh, yeah, like you said, Vincent doesn't really get like a full time to prepare for a training camp and stuff like that. And it's going to be messy, I think, in the beginning. But um, their forward core actually looks pretty solid on paper. I'll give them that. Um, but they really need their young guys to like start taking those next steps. Like your, your, well, like Fentilli's in his rookie year, so I'm going to exclude him. But your Kent Johnsons, your Cole Sillingers, um, I know I'm missing one more of them. Um, Roslovic, uh, Liam Foodie, Yegor no. Kirill Marchenko. Yeah. Um, th- those guys need to start taking those next steps into becoming good players. Um, I'm a little worried about their fourth line, though. It's pretty damn weak. I will give it that. Um, yeah, no depth on this mm-hmm. team, despite being like they've spent a ton of money in the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. Like with Severson and Provorov and Goodbranson, Wierenski, they're all making a lot of money. Yeah, their defense. And so is Merzlikens. Like, the, their defense is actually coming along. I'll give it that. It's it's still kind of funky looking. I will say there's there's too many right shots on this team. Like they have like four. You never hear. That's such yeah. a weird thing to hear. They have four. Vancouver has one one good right shot in the organization. Mm-hmm. Maybe two what? of you include Will Ander. Yeah, I was gonna say you don't you don't think Will Ander. We don't even know what he is yet. Man, I prefer Zach Benson. Yeah, Zach Benson's making Buffalo opening night, it sounds like. Yeah. 
But yeah, this this is like they they got a lot of talent on paper, just they have no depth. Mm-hmm. No depth. I mean, Elvis Merzlikens was a good story a couple of years ago, but I don't think he's an elite goaltender. I don't think he's close. I think Boone Jenner's a really good third line center, but they haven't playing first line. And I think Patrick Laine is um probably the most infuriating player in the league to watch because he's got some of the like in terms of pure talent, he's super fast. He's got a great shot. It's just he. He only tries maybe 34% of the time. And he can't drive the play, weirdly enough. <laughs> like, Yeah, but that's not what he doesn't need to. He's a winger. Like, but you yeah, kind of want someone to drive the play a little bit. You got Goudreau. He doesn't need to drive it. Yeah, I like, guess. But it's, just he's, it's just he's so lazy. Like I remember when he was traded to Columbus. And I was like, oh, this is such a great trade for Columbus. So they got rid of Dubois. He's a cancer. And that's not necessarily wrong. It's just I remember thinking... Lionel's not going to last half a season with Tortorella, and he didn't. He it, it didn't work. John Tortorella, drill sergeants versus Patrick Lionel, the laziest player in the league, and it's and it's not close. Mm. Like, oh well. I mean, hey. I think this is going to be a good team. I like Adam Fantilli a lot. That was a Lucas or Leo Carlson's going to be really good, but I would have taken Fantilli over Carlson for sure. That was a steal getting him bright future, but really just a lot of self inflicted wounds with this team. They do need to trade a right shot defenseman. Like they have four in their opening lineup, and I think they still have Juracek coming on the way. And I think there's a fifth up on. Like yeah, I think they have um, five in their system, like at the NHL level right now. Yeah, Carson Coolman's I think is coming up too, right? And Denton Matichuk. Is Matichuk right shot? Hold on, I got. Uh, I think he's no, left. he's left. He's left. Coolman's is right though. Yeah. And yeah, so. I'd trade Andrew Peak if I was them if they could. Yes, that would probably be the most likely one. Um, Merzlinkins can't be as bad as he was last year, and especially seeing as their defense got better. But also keep in mind this might be Spencer Martin's. Like he's now the backup there. You would think it's his last chance to be an NHL goalie. Like, yeah, if he he's going to perform. Get he's up. done. He stinks. He's going to get lit up. Now I know the Vancouver defense is pretty pretty ass, but. Like, one of the worst mechanical goalies in the league. Like, all over the place, from what I saw. They're not going to be as bad as they were last year. Like, that was hard to do. Like, they had they had somewhat decent expectations, bringing in the biggest rage and on the marketing, Goudreau, and they were god off. Yeah, what a, what a weird choice by Goudreau. What a uh, weird choice. No, I, I kind of, I think Goudreau... You wanted a more chill-dough market. I don't think he really cares about a Stanley Cup, to be honest. And I think he kind of just wants to play hockey and he doesn't want media pressure behind it. So he chose Columbus, which is kind of close to home. Is there a lot of media pressure in New Jersey? Uh, Long Island? Could have gone a lot of places. Still bigger than those ones. And I think those teams were getting ready to be cup contenders. And maybe he just doesn't really care about winning Stanley Cup. I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, has he ever said in an interview, I want to win a Stanley Cup? I don't I think mean, Probably, but not in, like, recently. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're they're on their way to being good, but they need the Penguins and Capitals to, like, enter their rebuilds fully before they can become contenders in this division. Speaking of the Washington Capitals, I have them sixth. So do I. We're three for three so far. Are we going perfect in this division? We might. Yeah, Capitals, to me, are, they're just not a very – well – Interesting isn't the right word, but this this team has no ambition. 
other than to break the record for Alex Ovechkin. They're stuck in the mud. They're in purgatory. They don't have a great uh, pipeline. They're not cup contenders anymore. Frankly, I don't even think they're playoff contenders, uh, to be honest. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. This is a very good division. Pittsburgh's improved. The Rangers have improved, and we'll see what the Islanders do. Uh, there's drama there with Kuznetsov. He's requested a trade. I mean, he's he's more trouble than he's Didn't worth. he rescind the trade request? Not that I know of. But with him, there's like the cocaine stuff, and mm-hmm. he's Russian, so there's always um, the Russian factor, I guess you could say. I mean, Dylan Strom is good. I, I like um, TJ Oshie, even though he's getting older. Tom Wilson's a fun player, even though his contract is going to be the next Milan Lucic. It's just going to be an anchor on them in a couple of years with his injury history. But yeah, there's there's just the depth isn't very good. Like Backstrom's on the steep decline. Who knows how much longer Ovechkin can keep this up? I think he's 73 goals away from the record, so he'll get it. Like he won't get it this year, but he'll get it probably two years, three maximum. But yeah, um, they're gonna be muddling along as a bubble team and miss the playoffs. And yeah, it's gonna be a dawn of a new era in a couple of years with Miroshenko and Rasmus Sandin probably leading the way. And the guy they drafted, um, I'm blanking on his name. Brian Leonard, I think his name is. Yes. Yeah. Um, I still really like their top nine, to be honest. Like, it's still really good. Strom was a great pickup and looks like he could be the number one center or two center once uh, Backstrom and Kuznetsov are out of the way. Um, but there is, like you said, there's no young guys coming up, and that's at least for another year or two. And then after that, even there's no one. Like, they don't have picks, really. They don't have high-end prospects other than Leonard, I would say. Yeah, um, that's just one thing, Nathan, here. That's one of my most disappointing things the past couple of years is in the World Juniors, and I know we can't take a ton of stuff out of the World Juniors, I thought Connor McMichael was going to be a superstar watching him at the World Juniors. And he's done very little at the NHL level, and now it looks like he's starting the year in the AHL again. He was just cut from the team today. So I, I thought I thought he'd be great. Who's the one... Other guy, uh, was it, is it Lapierre? I think Hendricks Lapierre. Yeah, I thought he was yeah, supposed he, to be all right. And... He's supposed to be good. I mean, he's got stats. He's got a concussion history though, mm. like a bad one, like 2010 Sidney Crosby concussion history. I see. So that's something you gotta watch out for. Uh, their defense looks like all right to me, and they and yeah. Joel Edmondson's out beginning of the year, but that was a solid pickup, I would think. Um, eh. I don't know. Like for Washington, it's fine. Like yeah. they're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Stuck in the uh, They still have a top ten goalie in Darcy Kemper, probably. Top ten. Top Maybe 10. top twelve. He's like top the 10. Kirk Cousins of goalies. Yeah, that that's a fair that's a very fair assessment, I would say. Um and then Lindgren can fill in, I would think, when Kemper's gonna need those nights off. Um I personally have them this low though, because I worry about their core. Um I do like their forward core, but and John Carlson too, but they're all getting up there in age, and they were all very injured last season. And yeah, sure, they can be healthier this year. But can they with their age? Like they're all mid thirties for the most part, so yeah, and mid or just, early thirties. And what are they trying to do? What is Ray the number? Goal record. Yeah, that's their priority. Their priority isn't the playoffs. It's not the Stanley Cup. It's not to extend their window. It's not to rebuild. Their only priority as an organization is to break the record. And, you know, that's fine. Like, that's not necessarily a bad thing. But I just hope they realize that in a couple of years, it's going to be messy. Mm. And one more point on the Capitals. 
please change the jerseys. I like the Capitals jerseys are low key some of the most ugly in the league. I hate word mark logos at the best of times for hockey. It's just so ugly. They have so many good logos. They got the screaming eagle. They got the the W, Weagle that as they like to call it. Like just stop using these ones. I hate them. They they still have the Reebok Edge line designs in their thing, which I've never liked. <laughs> it's just 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 change them. I know you don't you don't want to have Ovechkin winning, or breaking the record in an unfamiliar jersey, but please God, just change them. I hate them. They, so they'll change. They I would think they they'll change them once this core moves on. Yeah. Which same with Los Angeles. Go back to purple and gold. Yeah. Yeah. It's just their cut memories are in those jerseys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it's just probably going to be another injury-filled season in Washington. I don't like predicting based off injuries, but with a core like that, that old, and coming off a year where they're really injured, then I think yeah. it's going to happen again. I'm happy they moved off of Laviolette, one of the most un- or overrated coaches in NHL history. Him and Peter DeBoer. Who is their new coach now? Spencer Carberry. He was an assistant in Toronto. In Toronto, last. right, yes. Yeah. And they have a history with him. He won the Calder uh, Cup in Hershey. Yeah. So, number four on your list. Five. Or five, sorry. Yeah, I have the New York Islanders of Long Island. Aha, uh-huh. four for four so far. Yeah, probably the most average team in the league, to be honest. Even though they got a lot of high end talents. I heard they're going to put um, Horvat and Barzell on the same line. I think well, they should because they worked really out. Smart. It worked yeah. out until Barzell got hurt last year. Yeah, exactly. Like that's really smart to have um a high end playmaker with a high end score like Horvat. Brock Nelson's an excellent second line center. JG Pajot's arguably one of the best third line centers in the league, and they have a great goaltender in Ilya Sorokin. The issue is Lou Lamorello's lost his damn mind. Like a seven year contract for Pierre Engvall. Eight-year deal for Scott Mayfield, who no one besides most diehard of fans even knows who that is. No prospects. William Dufour, their number one prospect, was put on waivers the other day. He wasn't even claimed. Like, Oliver Wallstrom hasn't worked out the, the way they wanted him to. Ryan Pulak had a down year last year. They the, Their fourth line is absolute ass. Like, I'm, I really hope this is the year where we stop pretending that the Islanders' fourth line is good. Like yes. the Matt Martin, Casey Sezikis, Cal Clutterbuck. I'm sorry, man, but it's time to get out of 2016. Mm-hmm. Like that line hasn't been good in years. They get they just get caved in mercilessly. Like it's time to move on. Like I know they they hit people and they are grit. Ooh, sandpaper. They I mean, they not good. They're not those good. those three work on a fourth line if they were all split up like on different teams. But all three of them together does not work. You only need like one of those guy type guys in your lineup. And yet they have three of them on the same line. Yeah, and like Sezikis is still okay, but Matt Martin's a fossil. Like he can't move and he can't shoot. Like all he does is hit people. And you know, zippity doodah, they can have Engvall hit people if they really want to. Like Cal Clutterbuck's old and washed up. Like their defensive depth is weak. Like they got the, the bad Sebastian Ajo playing. Alex Romanov was decent, but not, he's nothing special. Like they're the strength of this team is in their goaltending and in their high end forward talent, which they have a lot of. But in a in a tough and deep division with um an unproven coach and a GM who's out to lunch, I just don't trust them to do anything more than be on the bubble. Mm-hmm. 
it, it's kind of funny because did they not? This roster is like the exact same as it was last year. Tell me, I'm wrong. it literally is. They they, I don't Julian. think they added anybody. Really well, far. technically, they added Julian Gauthier. Okay, but is that really an add? No. Like thirteenth forward at best. Mm-hmm. And did they add? Did they really lose anybody besides? Well, uh, Josh Bailey. Josh he, Bailey. He was on a PTO in Ottawa. He got released. He was old and not very good. I think Zach Parise is doing like a wait till January to sign, and if he'd sign anywhere, it would be in uh, New York. Like, and here it says key departures. Parker Watherspoon. Who the hell is that? Cole Bardro. Like, geez, is that an insurance salesman? <laughs> Like, my God, I haven't heard of any of these people in my life. Like, this is so weird. Like, this team is so weird. Like, Lou, retire, enjoy your New Jersey cup rings, and move on. Yep. Go to the retirement home where you where you need to be. Like, my God, you're in your 80s. <laughs> they're Go hang out with Joe Biden or something. <laughs> Old man. Their, their forward core, to me, is just, like, always so average looking. But always finds a way to be consistent. Oh, yeah. And like, I'm excited. Lee is so underrated. I'm I'm really excited to see a full year of Horvat and Barzell on the same line. Um, I, I'm I'm still a Horvat fan. I I hate if Horvat gets booed in his return to Vancouver. I'm gonna be mad. I, I can't imagine that it will. That that comment maybe lights booing. The comment, oh, yeah, there was that comment. Yeah. The comment that he made was not a dig at Vancouver. He was just having fun. He was excited. It was a dig at management. Get it through your head, people. Yeah, he was so, excited. Come on, he's having fun. Like, like let's just all relax. I think I know everyone in the comments I've seen on like Horvat things. It's like, oh, he could have, uh, you know, he could have signed. He just wanted money. Like he could have signed like yeah. a cheaper deal. Like no, like no, he, they chose he deserves Miller. his money. And they chose Miller. He didn't force Alvin to sign Miller. Yes, they chose Miller. Mm-hmm. They they could have had one, but not both. If they were getting paid what they were worth. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, bubble team, great goaltending, high end talent. Yeah, bubble def- defenseman, not much else. Defense score identical as last year. Still have a top three goalie in the world. One of the best backups in the world behind him in Varlamov, and they're just a re- always a good defensive team. And thing about them, I guess I worry about is their ability to score. I don't think Horvat is going to put up that what eighty point pace he put up last year until the end of the year. Um, the system they play. They I good. bet you he'll probably be like a 65, 70 point guy, which is probably what he is. They were trading for anyways. It was just a career, career year contract year for that last year. So, um, but yeah, I worry about their ability to score. And for that reason, I have them falling just short of the playoffs. Yeah, that all makes sense. Number four, this is where we could see the change. Be the change you want to see in the world, Nathan. <laughs> yeah, uh, this one is simple, I think. Uh, I got the Pittsburgh Penguins. Okay, I do not. This is where we change. Okay. Yeah, uh, this is a playoff team, by the way. I think. I'm pretty sure it is. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, I'm this. I'm going to say it's a playoff team. I might not have said that in my Atlantic division. This is a pretty close, if not a playoff team, they're close. That's what I'm saying. I like I like what Kyle Dubas did this offseason. I gave Dubas a lot of shit for his time in Toronto, especially how it ended. What an unforced error on both parties. But I like what he did. I'm a huge Eric Carlson fan. If Eric Carlson has 100 fans, I'm one of them. If Eric Carlson has 10 fans, I'm one of them. If Eric Carlson has one fan, he is me. If Eric Carlson has no fans, I am dead. 
I, like I will be there in his corner forever. I love this guy. He's he's great. He's gonna fit in very well with him. I think. I think him and Latang uh, be on separate pairings. Carlson can have power play one. It'll be good on Latang, who's dealt with injuries the past couple of years. A little bit of load management on his parts. I like Riley Smith. I think that's really smart, especially with Jake Gunsel being hurt for the first, I think, two months of the season. Nolachari is good depth. So is Ram Pitlick. He ride, he's a good shooter. And Lars Eller uh, is a good pickup as a third-line center because Jeff Carter is so washed it isn't even funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan Graves is a really good defenseman. I think he's going to be an excellent partner for Eric Carlson. Carlson needs someone who can defend, but also someone who can skate, ideally. I think Tristan Jari's a little overpaid, but I think um, he's a competent enough goal, goalie for them to do well. Like, remember, Matt Murray wasn't anything special in his heyday. Like, it was, it was, he was just, just be good enough to win. Just be good enough to win. Crosby can still, I think, carry a team, at least to the playoffs, maybe win a round or two. He still got Crosby near the top of his game. Malkin had a healthy season for the first time in forever. Ricard Raquel and Brian Rust are good supporting pieces. And the defense is much improved. Carlson, Latang, Ryan Graves, Marcus Pedersen, uh, Pierre-Olivier Joseph, Owen Pickering coming up through the prospect system. I like what Dubas has done. Thank goodness that Dinosaur, Brian Burke, and Ron Hexall are gone. They were killing that franchise. And Pittsburgh, bounce back season. I'm calling it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, set, I'll, I'll break down Pittsburgh too, because I think we're going to break down my number four team next. Uh, Pittsburgh has been the three spot for me. Um. They did a really good job of keeping their cup window open this this year, I would think. I think it's still open, the cup window. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. One, maybe two more years. Mm-hmm. Maybe three at the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the Riley Smith pickup for just a third-round pick. Very nice. Um, and like you mentioned with all the guys they that you just said, they fill out their bottom forward lines really well. They 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 struggled in that area last year. Um, obviously, the big pickup was Carlson, and while he's not good defensively, like he's just not. Oh, no, no, he doesn't. They, he's they, the second think, worst in the league. I don't really think they cared about that. I think they just kind of wanted a puck mover back there. Like, they kind of need another guy back there to move the puck. Like, it was just Latang and who else? Nobody. Yeah. So, um, Ryan Graves, very solid pickup. Um, he, he'll play really well beside either Latang or Carlson, I would think. And remember, uh, quickly, he played with Kale McCarr and, um, Colorado, so he's got experience with this kind of thing. Mm, right, I forget. How do you get to New Jersey? Oh, wait. Was, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, right. Forgot about that. Um, yeah, the defense honestly looks pretty good in my eyes. Uh, Jari, I think, is going to bounce back. Yeah, he's probably maybe a little overpaid right now, um, but he's still a top half of the league starting goaltender, I would say. Yep, I'd say so. Um, and then they have Nadelkovich now as his backup, who hasn't been good for like two years now. But people forget that he was a rookie of the year finalist when he carried came by up. Carolina's defense. I never bought into that. Sure, but yeah, I still think he can yeah. be all right. And I think Pittsburgh's defense is yeah okay enough for him to be all right. Um, and, yeah, uh, yeah, and last. In my last note is just it's a last dance for the Penns Cup window. Uh, the playoff window stays open as long as Sid Malkin, Latang, and now Carlson are around. Um, and I think they de- they definitely could start out slow. Um, no Gensel to begin to begin the year. Um, 
but I still have them clawing into the third spot in the Metro. Okay. Okay. Yeah, if this team's healthy, there's no reason why they shouldn't be um, playing meaningful games in April. Mm-hmm. That's that's the bare minimum. They have to make the playoffs. Really, it's it's with Crosby and Malkin. There's no excuse not to go for the playoffs every year. Mm-hmm. And Crosby's still an excellent player. Malkin's still very good. Gensel, when he's back, is a 40-40 guy. When he's healthy, that is. Um, I'm excited to see what they can do. Really excited. Sidney Crosby's one of my favorite players of all time, and I really want to see him go out with one more cup. How can you not like Sid? Like I what just what a I, nice I, person. Yeah, like all uh, like all those flyer fans shitting all, all, on him, calling him a crybaby. Like bro, like you see the shit he had to deal with in like 2006 when they were still slashing and grabbing and cross checking. Mm. One like man, the shit he had to deal with, with health wise, and and like it looked like when he was like 23, he might never play again. And to see all he's persevered now, I think he's 36. I want to say. 37, Still I believe player. now. Not 36, 1987. He's an mm-hmm. August birthday. Um, okay. But yeah, like like I, one of my favorite players ever, in, in all honesty, one more cup, and he's ahead of Gordy Howe for me. And that would put him third all time? Fourth. Depending on where you put Bobby Orr. I, I usually do Gretzky, Lemieux, or, and then... Um, I think Crosby gets another cup, he'd be third. For me ahead of Lemieux or uh or okay or has fallen for me a little bit mm-hmm. because of the era and because he's kind of a shitty person but um <laughs> yeah but yeah, yeah yeah I'd love to see Crosby go out on a high maybe one more Olympics I'll be please Batman don't fuck up the Olympics yes you know, what, you know what actually fuck the Olympics give me the World Cup give it to me in the spring either or fuck if Russia is involved either or get it just together just get it together get... Just Man. give me Crosby, McDavid, and Bedard on a line. Bro, give the three the, generations a line. Bro, call it the Rogers World Cup of Smorgasbord presented by Bet365 for all I care. <laughs> Just give me a damn international tournament. Yes. <laughs> or I want to, okay, it's tough because I want to see a Crosby, McDavid, Bedard line, but I also want to see a Crosby and McKinnon line together. Oh, yeah, with Marshan? That like maritime line? Mm hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Your number th- just get one more. Let's go uh your number three. three. I believe it's gonna be my number four. Yes. I'm just confirming here that this is what I have. Yeah, I got the Rangers. Yeah, they're my number four, and they are my wild card two in kind the of, kind of similar to Pittsburgh, I find a little bit. A lot of high-end talents. Now their goaltending's better, obviously. Mm-hmm. But their defense is a little suspect. And their depth oh. is very suspect. In my I like opinion. their defense. I don't. So let me pull it up here so I'm not talking out of my ass. But, yeah, like Eric Gustafson, that was your big signing for your defense? Okay, yeah, maybe Ryan's I'm not a fa- fan of him. Ryan Lindgren? Braden Schneider? Come on. Like the, some... depth, the depth on this team, Nathan's horrible. I'm just looking at it right here. Barclay Goudreau, Jimmy VC. Hey, don't. Remember, I love remember Barclay the... Goudreau. Remember the remember the Jimmy VC hype? Yeah, Nick that was Benino? funny. What is this? Twenty seventeen. Benino, 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 Benino. God, I mean, this team, Nathan, like, like uh, Alexi Lafreniere is on his last legs in that town. Capo Caco hasn't worked out particularly well. What what a horrible draft and develop team! My God, the prospects they've ruined. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like a lot of high end talent: Panarin, Zibanejad, who I love. God damn it, Pierre Dorian, why would you trade him for Derek Broussard? 
Chris Kreider, when he's not running goalies, is excellent. Vincent Trocek's a high-end second-line center. I think Philip Heedle's got a bright future. Yeah, and I, best I, could see, I could see Blake Wheeler getting 50 points in a better situation. Uh, and, of course... The second-best defenseman in hockey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam Fox is excellent. Jacob Trubo, when he's not headhunting, is excellent. Another theme with Chris Kreider. Keandre Miller is really good. Or not yeah. really good, but like he's very solid. He's, they have three really good defensemen, and then... I don't like like I lived the Ben Harper experience in Ottawa. You don't want him playing even for your AHL team. To be honest, he's so bad. I don't like or I don't hate um Lindgren. That, or that's is yeah. That who, yeah, that's who. Who's Fox's yeah. partner? Yeah, Lindgren, right? Yeah, because Fox is right-handed. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, it'll probably be him or Gustafson. This I don't hate Schneider either. He's just young. He's inexperienced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you're a win-now team, do you really want to deal with that on your bottom pair? I don't know. But the point is, with Pittsburgh, they go as far as Schuster can, can, can carry uh, New York, not Pittsburgh. Did I say Pittsburgh? Yeah. yeah. New York. New York is going as far as Igor Shishorkin can carry them. He's the best goalie in the league. He's super talented. He's a worthy successor to King Henrik's crown. The crown. And um, honestly, I could see this team making the finals. Hint, hint, nudge, foreshadowing. No, no, you don't. No, please, Wait God, no. Just, well, we'll get there eventually. Okay. Um, their forward core is beginning to worry me um, a lot. Panarin, he's slowly been regressing the past three years. He's still been like 90 points every year, but his points per game has started to trickle down a little bit. It's a little concerning to see, especially since I believe he's 31, 32 now. Yeah, something around mm-hmm. that area. Uh, Laugh and Kako have yet to take the jump. They're both probably on their last year in New York. If they don't, then Sia get out of town, I would think, if they don't take a jump. Um, I'm personally not a big fan of Blake Wheeler's pickup. Like, I think he's kind of washed now. Well, he you put him on the right yeah. line and he might be all right, but yeah. he needs a guy who can, he needs a speed guy, like Kyle Connor was for him. And I don't really know if New York has that other than like Kreider, but I don't know. Uh, the defense I still actually like, especially when you have Adam Fox leading the way, who wouldn't want the second best defenseman in the world leading your blue line. Um, top three goalie in the world in Shisterkin. Uh Jonathan Quick is now their backup, though. Uh, it's 2024. Is he really a good goalie in 2024 anymore? No, the answer is no. Um, they're still going to make the playoffs for me. Their cup window is beginning to close, I would think, though, with this score. It's, That's it's last year, maybe one more. Mm-hmm. Um, this needs to be, they need to prove something this year, or they're going to be stuck in the middle because most of their core is locked up long term, and those are going to be tough contracts to move off of. And yeah, uh, wild card two in the East for me. Okay. I agree. I agree with all those points. Mm-hmm. I'll get into the more Rangers later. Number so two. we're on number two now, right? Mm-hmm. I have the New Jersey Ducks. I have Carolina. Okay. I think New Jersey is a better team than Carolina. I just have no faith in their goaltending. Okay. I'll just combine this here because... Yeah, well, um, they're, let's, they're... let's do New Jersey first. Yeah, okay, yeah. So New Jersey has arguably the best young core in the league. Hughes, Heischer, Bratt. Uh, why am I on Nashville? 
Hughes, Heisher, Bratt, Dawson Mercer, Alexander Holtz, Timo Meyer, Dougie Hamilton, Luke Hughes. Like Eric Hall is good depth. They signed Andre Palat last year. He was injured, but he's expected to be better. Like they have so much depth on this team. Jesper Bratt's on the second line. He had like 80 points last year, 70, 80 points. Tyler Toffoli, they stole him from Calgary. He's going to fit in perfectly on their in their top six. Dawson Mercer's on the ascension. Alexander Holtz, I expect to have a breakout season. Jack Hughes is phenomenal. He was so good for me in fantasy hockey last year. Dougie Hamilton and Jonas Siegenthaler was an excellent defensive card. Luke I believe Hughes, Washington gave him away for basically nothing. John Marino is so underrated. Luke Hughes is going to be phenomenal this coming year. He was great at the University of Michigan. It's just their problem is... Vitek Vanacek, Akira Schmid, and Nico Dawes. Those are their goalies. And frankly, none of them are particularly good. Vanacek had some decent stats last year, but was awful in the playoffs. Schmid had his little run against the Rangers in round one. But I just don't trust any of them. Like, this was a team I could maybe see picking up Hellebuck if they, if he wasn't re-signed. But really, like, if they want to go on a big run, which I think they're capable of doing, they have to upgrade uh, between the pipes. And they haven't done that yet. Yeah, fair, fair points. Um, yeah, elite forward group. They have really good depth, and I think they have also have star power at the top to match it. And I'm excited to see a full season of Timo Meyer, and that should honestly be very scary because now he's gonna get acquainted with the group. I think for the most part, because he he was slow last year. Like he wasn't very good at, once he got to New Jersey yeah. for Timo Meyer. It's an adjustment. It's an adjustment period. Um, very solid pickup getting to Foley off career year, especially at what it cost them because it was not much. Yeah. Um, good, which in a third. Yep. That's not... Um, contract year this year for him too, so he's gonna want to perform again and get a bag. Um, their defense is still great, even though they lost Severson and Graves, but, and that's weird because you lose like two top four defensemen on your team. How are you going to be as good defensively? Oh, yeah, you have Luke Hughes coming up, who's probably going to be playing third pair this year, I would think. But he'll maybe end of the year, make his way up to second. Maybe, no, probably just second. They'll probably stick, keep Siegenthaler and Dougie together, I would think. Yeah. Um, And they have uh, Simone Nemec waiting in the minors for waiting for a guy to get hurt, pretty much. Yep. Um, be great. Yeah, and two guys who are going to replace them and more in time, I believe. So, the goaltending is the issue for this team. I'll give you that, though. Um, Vanacek was really good in the regular season, but once he got to the playoffs, he was bad in that new in those first two New York games. Then they went to Schmid, and Schmid had his little insanity run against the Hurricane or um, the Rangers, sorry. And then he kind of crumbled against the Hurricanes, if I'm not mistaken. He did. They got, then they get swept. I'm I think pretty they sure lost five. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm not sure if Shamid is like ready to take that bigger workload yet. Um, I but it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think Vanishek can be good in the regular season, but I just don't know if he's your guy come playoff time. Because no. Carol, New Jersey should be there. Sorry, if that's who we're talking about. Um, what did my notes cut off here? Oh, I had something I was saying, apparently, it looks like, and it just cut off. Damn. Um, but I have, I, 
they barely beat Carolina for the division. I think it's really close again. And then I th- I had notes typed in. It says, think Hugh. Hugh. So Hughes, I was going to say. I, I forget what I was going to type. Um, I would assume Hughes heart season or heart finalist, I was probably going to say. Yeah, something like that. I mean, a lot of high-end talent. Just they got to get the goaltending worked mm-hmm. out. Hey, who knows? Maybe Vanacek will have a great year and prove us all wrong. But they have to get that worked out. They need clarity. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go over the Hurricanes now. You have them at one. I have them at two, barely. But Yeah, Carolina. I really like Carolina. I like their drafting. I like their analytical department. they got great coaching. They're well-managed. They have stars at every position. Um, they're going to be really good. And they got good prospects coming up. Like Nikishin's supposed to be good. Bradley Nadeau. We'll see what Kochikov can do after probably next year. He'll probably be the starter. But yeah, this team is so well built. Like Aho is so good. Svechnikov's going to be back. I think if Svechnikov's healthy, they probably Svechnikov and Pacioretty were healthy last year. They probably beat the Panthers and go to the Stanley Cup final. But hey, who knows? Their offensive depth is great. They got Teravainen, Seth Jarvis, Martin Nakash. I think Kakaniemi has almost become underrated in the past couple of years because of how much people clown on Montreal for taking third overall. Jordan Stahl is still an excellent shutdown center. Michael Bunting was an excellent pickup. Um, he's going to provide offensive depth and a bit of a grit that they've lacked the past couple of years. Jacob Slavin is, has been the most underrated, def- maybe even player in the National Hockey League for years. He's such a stud defensively. Brent Burns, still even 20 years into his career, still has a lot left in the tank. Brett Pesci is an excellent right shot defensive defenseman in a league that doesn't have very many of those. And Dmitry Orlov is, was signed as a free agent, and he's going to add an offensive element to that blue line. Brady Shea is really good. Tony D'Angelo, despite being a terrible person, is really good at hockey. Jalen Chatfield is a great right shot depth. So is Dylan Coughlin. Uh, Coughlin's on waivers. Yeah, well... Um, or did he, he clear? He, didn't, he cleared, so he's still around. Hmm. Frederick Anderson, you just the thing with him is health. If he's healthy, he's great. Same with Antti Ranta. And if they're not healthy, which one of them is going to get hurt in all likelihood, you got Kochetkov. They have depth. They have the best goaltending depth probably in the whole league. They might have the best overall depth in the league. And I'm expecting big things this year. Okay. Um, yeah, their forward core is still incredibly deep. But the problem with Carolina for me is – and I think it might not hurt them in the regular season, but it comes back to hurt them every time in the playoffs. They, like, almost refuse to get an elite goal scorer. Aho, I wouldn't consider an elite goal scorer. He's a great player, but he's not some guy you're just going to be like, go on the ice, get a goal. He can re- create a goal, but is he going to be the one to score it? I, I don't know. Maybe, um, Maybe he'll add that. Well, he has to if they want to win the cup. Yeah. At this point. Um, their defense is either the best or at least top three in the league. I don't think that's any question. Probably Car- probably Colorado is the best, I would think. Yeah. Um, but I didn't really like them using their cap face on Dmitry Orlov, especially with like how good they are already back there. Like, did you really need to spend your money on him? And if he's playing third pair. What? If they didn't sign Michael Bunting, I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, Anderson and Ranta are starting to worry me. They're getting up there in age, and they're injury-prone. And But they're at the same time, they have such an easy defensive core to play in front of, or behind, sorry. 
Um, Coach, and if one of them is not fine, Coach Etkoff waits in the minors to steal a job. Yep. So, um, it's cup or bust for this team, in my opinion. They've 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 went through their years of heartbreak in the past. Um, and it's time to win. They they they've had their chances in the playoffs and come up short, and now it's time. Yeah, I have them in the conference finals. Uh, I forget where I have them. I expect them to be very good, because if if not, if oh, they... actually, actually, sorry, I know where I have them finishing. I will not say it yet. Yeah, um, I if they flame out, like if they let's say they get swept again in the conference finals, could be it for Brendamore. This owner Tom Dundon is a, is a weirdo. He's done a lot of good things, but he's really hands on. And once things go tougher, him he makes emotional decisions. Did you know Nathan that they don't have an AHL team this year? Yes, I. Uh... They're all going to the ECHL, right? Yeah, and they have to loan players out to other AHL teams, which is never a good idea because other teams aren't going to want to develop your players. Fuck that. Give me Kochitkov and I'll, and I'll bury him and I'll never play him. Aha, sabotage. Like, like Dundon is weird, man. When things are going good, I think he's a good owner. But wait till things go bad and see what happens with him. But yeah, okay. they're going to be really good. Awards? Uh, yes, sir. Okay. Um... Mine are on my phone. Okay, I got mine right here, so I'll go. Want me to go through all of them? Yeah, or do you want sure. To go one by one. Well, uh, we'll go, go one by one. We'll go one by one, but we won't go too crazy in depth in the details. Okay. MVP, I have uh Noah Juleson of the Vancouver Canucks. I don't sorry, sorry, I got uh, I got Connor McDavid, self-explanatory, uh, yeah, best so player in the world, most talented player of all time, hundred and sixty points this year. Woo, gets even better. I included the scoring title in here. That's McDavid. Uh, as did I. Yeah. So I also included Ted Lindsay, and I also voted McDavid for that. Yeah, me too. So, move on from there. Uh, Norris. Yeah, Norris. I have I have um Adam Fox winning the Norris this year. Okay. I think he's gonna have a huge season in New York. He's the best of both worlds. He's a great uh defensive defenseman, and he can move the puck. I expect great things. I I have McCarr. Um. Really basic answer, but Makar missed time last year and still was top three. Even though he probably shouldn't have been a finalist last year, he still was. Um, so if he's healthy, he wins, in my opinion. Okay. Vezina next. I have Ilya Sorokin. Okay. I think he's going to have a 930 save percentage. Oof. Yeah. With that defensive structure and his talent, I think I think he's going to drag them right to the end of the season. And they might they might make the playoffs, but if, they're, if they make the playoffs, it's because of him. I have Igor Shesterkin as my Vesna. I think he's going to carry the Rangers into the playoffs. Personally, he'll bounce back. And okay. Carry them in. I did President's Trophy next. Um, I I said um in the last episode it was Colorado for me. So yeah, I've I've Carolina. Okay. We just went over Carolina. They're they're a great team. So I did the Stanley Cup next. Is there any individual awards I missed? I'm not doing the Lady Bing. Fuck that shit. Uh, yeah, you missed a couple. Selkie, Rocket, Calder, Jack Adams. Oh, J- Jack Adams. Christ. I, I do Jack Adams every year. Okay, well, Calder, Connor Bedard. Simple. Yep. Um, Jack Adams, Peter DeBoer of the uh, Dallas Stars. I, I actually went Todd McClellan with that one. Okay, that's fine. Uh, Rocket Richard, Connor McDavid, uh, sixty-five goals. I chose uh, Matthews for that bounce, bounce back here. Okay, anything else I'm missing? Uh, Selkie. 
Selkie, uh, Kopitar. I chose Nico Hishu for that one. Okay, good. Okay, Stanley Cup champions. Yeah, I so... have the I have the Edmonton Oilers defeating the New York Rangers in six games. Was this not your prediction last playoffs? That's exactly what it was. <laughs> this is it. This is it. You're just this salty. It didn't year. happen. This is the year, Nathan. It's happening. This is the year Connor McDavid cements himself as one of the best players in the history of the planet Earth. This year is going to be so great. It's going to be seismic uh, impact on the world. It's going to have more impact than what Pluto was declared not a planet. Like this is going to be, this is going to be a year to remember for the Edmonton Oilers, and I'm sticking to it. I'm picking the Oilers every year until they win, or until McDavid leaves. So I'm sure McDavid is your consmith as well. Yeah. Uh, I'm just curious as well. Who are your um? conference finalists so edmonton new york and who are the other two yeah carolina and Dallas. okay um my conference finalists i have the star dallas stars and los angeles kings okay and my eastern conference finalists are the pittsburgh penguins and tampa bay lightning and my Stanley Cup, I have the Dallas Stars defeating the Pittsburgh Penguins in six games. Wow. High on the Penguins. Miro Heiskanen as my Conn Smythe winner. Yeah, I think it's last one last dance for Pittsburgh. And I Pittsburgh I really like it. Did you pick Dallas last playoffs? I picked them to make the finals. Okay, that's right. Um, but they didn't win. But yeah, continue your analysis. My analysis, um, Pittsburgh. I really love their offseason. To be honest, like look, like I, it was kind of just Carlson. It I thought, but then I looked at it some more, and they got better. They really did, and I think Gensel's. They might start out slow, but I feel like it could be one of those. Um, remember when they hired, um, um, their coach, Sullivan, Mike Sullivan. Yeah, sorry, I'm blanking. Um, they hired him in 2016. Yeah, first year to win the cup. yeah, yeah, and they went on a crazy run and won the cup. I think they might start out slow, and then they'll get Gensel back, and then they'll go on a crazy win run, and I think all the way to the cup final. Um, it's it's tough. I want to pick them to win just because I want to see a sit win, but I think it's Dallas this year. Um, they have what you want. They have a superstar forward, a superstar defenseman, and a soon to be superstar goalie, in my opinion. Uh, I wanted to pick Audrey to win my Vesna, but I did not. Um, just because I don't really like their defense as much. I worry about it. Um, this is the year for them, though. And Duchesne was a great pickup. They oh, yeah. have Excellent. very good forward depth. Uh, I think they can go and acquire a defenseman at the trade deadline, I think, to help because that's what they need back there. Um, this is the year for them, I think. Yeah, I could see, I could totally see that. I think Dallas is going to be excellent. I think Pittsburgh's going to be better than some people are giving them credit for. It's going to be a fun season. I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Um, just want to want to make sure I didn't have any crazy upsets in uh this. I guess I had the Leafs make in the second round, but <laughs> we'll see. They they still lose in the second round to Tampa, but. 
Hmm. I'm worried. I'm a little worried about the lightning. No, I will say that too. Yeah, so am I. Um, if they can stay afloat, like be a fringe playoff team, um, until Vasilevsky gets back, then I won't worry as much. But we will see. And the Stamco situation is something to monitor as well. Yeah, that's true. All right. That wraps it up, I believe. Unless you have anything else you want to say other than... I know I have one thing I want to say is Josh Jacobs scores some more fantasy points, even though I'm down by um, 28 points right now. Yeah, so. I think I think uh, Connor Bedard is going to get um, score four goals in his debut and lose in overtime tomorrow. <clears throat> Is that what happened with... Yeah, it was, right? With Matthews? Yeah, with Matthews. Hmm. But wouldn't that be funny? I, I'm really excited for his debut, debut tomorrow, though. Yeah, he's going to be great. Wish he was well, That game's at 5.30, correct? Or is it 5? 5. 5. Fuck. I wish it was at Although, 5. it might start close to 5.30 with the pregame shit. Hopefully. I might not see the beginning of it, but uh, I will definitely yeah. watch. Yep. At some point. Yep. You got a. You got. Who do you think's winning tomorrow's games? Pittsburgh, and Seattle, and I think it's Dallas, Nashville, right? You, uh, Nashville and Tampa. Nashville, Tampa. Okay, we'll go Nashville because they're playing a DoorDasher in that. Um, Tampa. So, so yeah, we'll go. You got Nashville. Nashville, Pittsburgh, and Seattle. I will take. I'll take Tampa, Pittsburgh, and Vegas. Sure. All right, we got this far. Thanks for listening. Not screw you. <laughs> We're coming for you. Yeah. Uh, and we will see. Uh, actually, I will say the next episode, I'm going to try and make it the annual NBA round table yeah. one. I don't know if you are going to want to participate in that with some of my buddies, but maybe we'll see. Yeah, it, I'm going to try that for that next weekend. So got this far. Thanks for listening. Peace out.